Section 11 of The Pilgrim's Progress in Words of One Syllable. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Timothy Luke. The Pilgrim's Progress in Words of One Syllable by Mary Godolphin. Section 11. Once more I had a dream, and it was this. Christiana, the wife of Christian, had been on her knees to pray, and as she rose she heard a loud knock at the door. If you come in God's name, she said, come in. Then I thought in my dream that a form clad in robes as white as snow threw back the door and said, Peace be to this house. At a sight so new to her, Christiana at first grew pale with fear, but in a short time took heart and told him she would fain know whence he came, and why. So he said his name was Secret, and that he dwelt with those that are on high. Then said her guest, Christiana, here is a note for thee, which I have brought from Christian. So she took it, broke the seal, and read these words, which were in gold. To her who was my dear wife, the king would have you do as I have done, for that was the way to come to this land, and to dwell with him in joy. When Christiana read this, she shed tears, and said to him, Who brought the note, sir? Will you take me and my sons with you, that we too may bow down to this king? But he said, Christiana, joy is born of grief, care must come first, then bliss. To reach the land where I dwell, thou must go through toils, as well as scorn and taunts. But take the road that leads up to the field-gate which stands in the head of the way, and I wish you all good speed. I would have thee wear this note in thy breast, that it may be read by thee till thou must give it up at the last gate that leads to the celestial city. Then Christiana spoke to her boys and said, My sons, I have of late been sad at the death of Christian, your dear sire, but I feel sure now that it is well with him, and that he dwells in the land of life and peace. I have too felt deep grief at the thoughts of my own state and yours, for we were wrong to let our hearts grow cold, and turn a deaf ear to him in the time of his woe, and hold back from him when he fled from this city of destruction. The thought of these things would kill me, were it not for a dream which I had last night, and for what a guest who came here at dawn has told me. So come, my dear ones, let us make our way at once to the gate that leads to the celestial city, that we may see your sire, and be there with him and his friends. Then her first two sons burst out in tears of joy that Christiana's heart was set that way. Now, while they put things right to go, two friends of Christiana's came up to her house and gave a knock at the door. To them she said, If you come in God's name, come in. This mode of speech from the lips of Christiana struck them as strange. Yet they came in and said, Pray, what do you mean by this? I mean to leave my home, said she to Mrs. Timorous, for that was the name of one of these friends. Timorous. To what end, pray tell me? Christiana. To go to my dear Christian, and with that she wept. Timorous. 
Nay, can it be so? Who or what has brought you to this state of mind? Christiana. Oh, my dear friend, if you did but know as much as I do, I doubt not that you would be glad to go with me. Timorous. Pray, what new lore have you got hold of that draws your mind from your friends and tempts you to go no one knows where? Christiana. I dreamt last night that I saw Christian. Oh, that my soul were with him now. The prince of the place has sent for me, through one who came to me at sunrise, and brought this note to bid me go there. Read it, I pray you. Timorous. Ah, how mad to run such risks! You have heard, I am sure, from our friend Obstinate, what Christian met on the way, for he went with him, yea, and pliable, too, till they, like wise men, came back through fear. You heard how he met with the beasts of prey and Apollyon, what he saw in the valley of the shadow of death, and more still that makes my hair stand on end to hear of. Think, too, of these four sweet boys, who are your own flesh and bone, and though you should be so rash as to wish to go, yet for their sake I pray you keep at home. But Christiana said, Tempt me not. I have now a chance to put in my hand to get gain, and in truth I should be a fool if I had not the heart to grasp it. And these toils and snares that you tell me of shall not keep me back. No, they serve but to show me that I am in the right. Care must first be felt, then joy. So, since you came not to my house in God's name, as I said, I pray you to be gone, and tempt me no more. Then Timorous said to Mercy, who had come with her, Let us leave her in her own hands, since she scorns all that I say. But Mercy thought that if her friend Christiana must be gone, she would go part of the way with her to help her. She took some thought, too, of her own soul, for what Christiana had said had laid hold on her mind, and she felt she must have some talk with this friend, and if she found that truth and life were in her words, she would join her with all her heart. So Mercy said to Timorous, I came with you to see Christiana, and since on this day she takes leave of the town, I think the least I can do would be to walk a short way with her, to help her on. But the rest she kept from Timorous. Timorous. Well, I see you have a mind to play the fool, too, but take heed in good time and be wise. So Mrs. Timorous went to her own house, and Christiana, with her four boys and Mercy, went on their way. Mercy said to Christiana, I take this as a great boon, that you should set foot out of doors to start me on my way. Then said young Mercy, for she was quite young, if I thought it would be good to join you, I would not go back at all to the town. Christiana Well, Mercy, cast your lot in with mine. I know what will be the end of our toils. Christian is where he would not fail to be for all the gold in the mines of Spain. Nor shall you be sent back, though there be no one but I to ask it for you. For the king who has sent me and my boys is one who turns not from those who seek him. If you like, I will hire you, and you shall go as my maid, and yet shall share all things with me, so that you do but go. Mercy. But how do I know that I shall be let in? 
If I thought I should have help from him, from whom all help comes, I would make no pause, but would go at once, let the way be as rough as it might. Christiana Well, Mercy, I will tell you what I would have you do. Go with me as far as to the field gate, and there I will ask. And if no hopes should be held out to you by him who keeps the gate, you can but go back to your home. Mercy Well, I will go with you, and the Lord grant that my lot may be cast to dwell in the land for which my heart yearns. Christiana then felt glad that she had a friend to join her, and that her friend should have so great a care for her soul. So they went on their way, but the face of mercy wore so sad a mien that Christiana said to her, What ails you? Why do you weep? Mercy. Oh, who could but weep to think of the state of my poor friends near and dear to me in our had town? Christiana. You feel for your friends as my good Christian did for me when he left me, for it went to his heart to find that I would not see these things in the same light as he did, and now you, I, and these dear boys reap the fruits of all his woes. I hope, mercy, these tears of yours will not be shed in vain, for he who could not lie has said that they who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Now, when Christiana came up to the slow of despond, she and her sons made a stand, and Christiana told them that this was the place in which her dear Christian fell. But Mercy said, Come, let us try. All we have to do is to keep the steps well in view. Yet Christiana made a slip or two in the mud, but at last they got through the slough, and then they heard a voice say to them, Blessed is she who has faith, for those things which were told her of the Lord shall come to pass. End of section 11. Recording by Timothy Luke.